You are listening to the Mythical Jesus Podcast, taking the Christ of faith seriously. A podcast that dives into faith development, cognitive development, using Jesus as the framework for that. We dive deep into the Jesus of the New Testament, showing him as the preeminent example of development and what that development looks like. Buckle your seatbelts. Sit back, enjoy the ride. This is going to be a lot of fun because diving into the Jesus narrative has never been done like this before. You can visit our website at christoffaith.org. On the site, you will find tools, resources, documents to help you in your faith development and to better understand Jesus, the teacher, and his role in that. And now, on to what you've been waiting to hear. Come thou Testing one, two, testing one, two, three. Welcome to another episode of the Mythical Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. Today, I want to talk about the phrase faith crisis. And I come from a system that can be described in no other way, really, than a high demand fundamentalist religion. Some of you will come from something like that, but others of you won't. You'll come from systems that perhaps at one time or another were a high-demand fundamentalist religion, but have, over time, learned how to be more healthy, how to be a safe space to just sit with difference and diversity. But when we go through the developmental process inside a religious system, and that developmental process wakes us up, when that occurs... It often is a fracturing experience, meaning that your system has set rules and boundaries and prescribed ways in which to be a part of your tribe. And when this fracturing experience occurs, what it, the, the reason it is fracturing, the reason it is called waking up is because you realize that the boundaries of your tribe still falls outside of truth, that the beliefs of your tribe still fall outside of truth. It is what a collective group has agreed upon as the rules and boundaries of that specific religious system, but that every religious system has a membership that has on some level at some point agreed on rules and boundaries. And we like, when we are in a particular system, we like our system to be different than other systems so that we can claim our system is the true one. And we like the rules and boundaries because it establishes who's with us and who's against us. And when you wake up, you have no choice but to sense that all religious constructs fall short of absolute truth. They don't meet the mark. And the greater the distance between the truth of what your gut is waking up to, to the, to the uh, beliefs of your religious system, the greater the fracture. And when those beliefs change and you begin to sense like, oh, may, maybe I can't stay here. Maybe I don't fit in here. And there, and there is this thing that we've struggled for so long to fit in. And fitting in means we change ourselves to be part of a group. We hide pieces and parts of ourself to be part of a group. We do certain things or don't do certain things. 
to fit in and to be part of the group. And as we wake up, we sense like that's not working anymore. I want to be authentic. And as you look to be authentic, your tribe, your religious system often, and the more unhealthy it is, the stronger this tension will be. But as your inner gut becomes something different in terms of the values and the truths and the beliefs that you hold versus what the system says is correct, the more unhealthy that system is, the less room there is to stay and to belong. Belonging being that I don't have to change myself. I am who I am and I can fit in here. Fitting in is having to adjust yourself in order to be part of a group. And you get tired of fitting in and you just want to belong. And the system doesn't allow that. And so what you feel is a fracture. And so many people call it a faith crisis. And the system loves it when you do that. Because it allows you to be the problem. It allows whatever the issue is, whatever the, whatever the tension is, whatever the thing that needs to resolved is, it's with you. And so the system loves when you use that word, faith crisis. But I don't like that word. I don't like the phrase or the two words together, faith crisis. It's not an accurate way to describe your journey once you understand what happened. And in the beginning of that fracture, you're in some ways clueless to what has happened. But as you take time, months and years to process that, and then on the other side, you look back at the path that you have traversed, and that phrase no longer does your journey any sense of justice. It allows your religious tribe to paint you as broken and less than. It's your crisis, right? And hence your problem. That's the story that you allow your system to tell about you. That's the story you allow your loved ones who are still in that system to tell about you. It also allows other members of that tribe to dismiss you and to tell themselves the issue is not the system itself. The problem's not with the system. The problem is the person who can't reconcile themselves to the system. People lose faith in beliefs all the time. Moving out of various religious beliefs and systems, moving into various beliefs and religious systems. Faith crisis doesn't do it justice. What I personally experienced was growth. And that growth put me at a distance from fitting in my religious tribe. That distance between what I was, having woken up, what I was just new, just fresh, just beginning to expand, both in breadth and in depth, that distance of what I was becoming and what my religious system allowed and permitted comfortably, they were at odds. That distance, that's what had me feeling fracture and going like, oh, something's wrong and people are calling it a faith crisis. That must be what I'm having. And that word seemed to fit for some time, but it was not that. 
I also had to grasp that my religious tribe tried to filter the information that I had access to and what I didn't. You sense that your religious system doesn't really want to have the truth laid out on the table in a balanced way. The, the, your system doesn't want the data laid out objectively because it will bring into question the very core of your system. If you're in one of those or something near to that, when you discover that, oh my goodness, it knew that there was all this other scholarship and data and information and points of view, and it, and it seems intentional that it didn't want me to wrestle with that. You're going to feel that as betrayal. I felt betrayed by my religious system. And when I finally gathered in the information myself from all the other sources, I realized my religious system had a truth crisis and its own fear about the truth caused it to put up walls and barriers, draw bridges and moats and put watchmen on the tower with cannons and bows and arrows to protect itself from that information. My system had a truth crisis and all those defenses made it unsafe for me to wake up in that space. The issue was never me in the first place. My religious system no longer represented my values and I had outgrown my religious system. I could no longer sacrifice my authenticity to fit in. Instead, I needed to claim my authenticity and belong somewhere. And so I left the small world of my religious tribe and I moved on to bigger and more beautiful things. But that moving on leaves people behind and those people behind their insecurity that there's a possibility they're in the wrong tribe. They hold the wrong beliefs. Compels, almost forces them to build their own defenses. And the system welcomes and encourages it. And so the system and the people within it, some of which who love us deeply, they decide to tell stories. Stories of those who have left. Stories of those who have fallen away. Stories of those apostates. Stories of the chafe and the tares among the wheat. Stories of people who, if they had just prayed more, had just read more, had just loved God more, they could have figured it out and, like us, stayed and been strong. I didn't have a faith crisis. I experienced growth and development. And that growth and development was not supported or validated inside my former religious tribe. That growth put distance between my values and growing integrity versus the values and integrity of my former system. My system had a truth crisis. Its truth claims were, are, on shaky ground. So shaky, in fact, that all it knew to do was to protect itself by whitewashing its narrative and portraying its narrative as way more faith-promoting than it is or was. It emphasized false 
faith-promoting stories to help its members believe that there was more magic here, more of God's hand here than anywhere else, and shielding its members from unfaithful but true parts of its narrative. Because if people saw all of it laid out on the table objectively, many of them would lose faith too. Many of them would be woke up and that new paradigm that comes with that growth and that development would cause them to walk away too. Because it did that, a fracture occurred, and as hard as I tried, I lost trust in it. The betrayal, the loss of trust, the trauma that I saw it inflict on others, and I began to see it inflicting on me, could not be repaired or reconciled. Eventually, for my own well-being, I had to let it go. You can describe your journey however you want, but may I suggest that you consider that words mean things and that our systems impose certain language for certain reasons and that you at least take time to consider what language best describes what's really happening inside you and maybe what space there is not because of what is happening or not happening inside your system. This has been the Mythical Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. Visit us at ChristofFaith.org. If you can, make a donation today. Help this podcast to continue. Help us to provide resources and tools to those who have woke up, who are on the journey of faith. May the Lord warm your shoulders. See you next time. Come thou fount of every blessing Tune my heart to sing thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing